it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on the elevator in the middle of the week. And we are turning up. Okay. (laughs) Right in the beginning, Jen? Right now? Yes. You don't understand. Our last episode, I mean, there were so many cool two-word combos that were flying around. Yes, there were. But I just kind of played with Turn Up, and it's been so much fun. Yes, you turn up as much as you like. Well, I thank you. Thank you for allowing me and to do that and not telling me to dial down. I don't like that, those two ways. No, we're not going to use those two Although words. they are important at times for me, especially when I'm too hyped and people are looking at me in in the morning like, can you just calm down? Right. Please, say less. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Jen, everyone that listens to this podcast knows that you have a favorite number, which is 22. Yeah. And we know there's multiple reasons mm-hmm. about why you love those numbers or are comfortable with those numbers. Can you elaborate just a little bit? Yeah. So, two in itself is, is an amazing thing. And so I've always done things in couples, um, the powerful couples and what, you know, the yin and yang for mm, some, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The the opposites attract kind of thing. Uh, when I was younger, for people who don't know this, I started consulting and selling at 14. And when I say selling, this is what I mean. Um, because mom was a single mom and she loves certain things. And so I would sell. So we get hostess items and, you know, make money off the commission. So I learned extremely young that I had two minutes to sell, two minutes to impress someone, two minutes to get their buy-in, right? And so then I thought, if two is such a powerful number for me, imagine what that's like adding another two. Mm. So then 22, and then it was crazy because my daughter was born on the 22nd, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. But yes, I love numbers, and I especially love two and 222, and we're in the year 22, so I think that's why I've been so turned up this year. Awesome. I love that. And I brought that up because I also love a number or have a very close tie to a number. And uh, when I was younger, I did some research on numbers and what they mean and how they affect your life and what you know it's centered around for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It may not be that for you. may not be that for the next person. But my number is the number eight. I was born in the eighth month. Yes. Yes. As was I. I was born on the 28th day. Yes. Oh, you got eights all around you. Oh, yeah. And so I grew a very special bond with the number eight. Doing a little research, like I said, I mm-hmm. come to find out that the number eight represents new beginnings, which is like a starting mm-hmm. over. Yeah. And so I'm really looking at doing something powerful with the number eight and introducing it into not only my life, on the outside, but in my business world life as well. So I just wanted to begin to preface that, you know mm. what I mean? Just slowly put it out that yeah. that number is going to be seen more, heard of more, and I'm going to be doing some really fun things with that. I love that. That's so powerful. So um, guys, true story. A lot of what we say on this podcast is real time, not scripted. And it, the same time it lands for you is when it lands for me. 
Actually, that's a lie because I'm actually hearing it before you guys hear it because this is pre-recorded. Right. So I'm excited. And Corey, I don't know if you just if you did this on purpose or not, but eight new beginnings. That's a two word combo again. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I can't wait to see what that does um, for you, for us. Yeah. Right. New beginnings. Um, when we were working with youth, actually, that eight came up in a couple of things that we did. Yeah, I did. remember there was a sticker that, and it was built around the eight, right? And you know the infinity sign. Oh, don't get don't give them too much. Oh, okay. Because see, now I want to expand, and I got to shift back into we're recording. Say and less. We're doing, yes, say less. Got you. <laughs> got you. Um, I know Corey that. As we're working on projects, um, this next two next two word combo is so critical and important to us, and it's remember why. Mm. Remember why, and that even takes me to a place of even thinking about take the elevator. Mm-hmm. And people ask me, Jen, here you guys are. Um, Life is normalizing a little bit, you know, back at work. You don't have a lot of time at home like you used to. We understand the podcast was a result of the pandemic. And it was like, uh, hey, we're home. Let's try it. Always wanted to do a podcast. So how does that look moving forward now that life's, you know, gotten super busy and packed with different things? Well, remember why is exactly why it still continues because we had always said, and just the kind of people that we are, it's always about elevating others. And so it still continues to be that way. And Corey, we had always said, if it touches one person, that is our why. And so it continues to do that. And we love doing this podcast, right? So another way I use it is if I have moments where I'm like, why am I doing this again? And especially when you have moments of rejection, you just feel beat down or, you know, it, it wasn't the way you thought it was going to be initially. Um, but it's always that remember why. Yeah, I'm quiet right now, Jen, because let, let's just say this. The word remember is powerful on, on its own. Mm-hmm. On, on its own. I can't even talk right now. I'm so worked up. And then you talk about why, your why. What's your why? We heard that so many times in the beginning stages of the pandemic. And but even mm-hmm. before then, because there was a guy, and I can't remember. Simon Sinek. Yeah. What is your why? Yeah. You know, um, that's so powerful, too. And then you take those two words and you put Hello. them together. Yeah. It's like this collision of powerfulness for me. Oh. And so I'm thinking about remembering why, and I have so many reasons to remember why. I and and it's just it's one of those things for me that takes me to the next level when I start thinking about remembering why. I have to remember why because of my wife. I have to remember mm. why because of my family. I have to remember why because of my kids. I have to remember why. And if you're saying, well, your family is your kid. No, I have a lot of family and I have a lot of people that are calling me family and that I call family that mm-hmm. aren't blood related to me. So there's a lot of family that are depending on me. And there was a time when I didn't even think people were depending on me at all anyway. So to be dependent on now 
means so much more to me. I actually have people that look to me mm. to make good decisions opposed to the decisions I was making back then. And so my remembering why just really takes me to the next level of understanding what my responsibility is and what I'm called to do. Right. You know, I'm not trying to throw shade in any kind of way, but I think it's important for people who may not know this. Years and years ago, we led totally different kinds of lives. Yeah. And remember why was a lot of the reason that our marriage made it through. Yeah. You know, daily, minute by minute at times, I had to remember why I said I do to begin with, why I fell in love with you and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it was those things like knowing that it was more than this moment, that this moment was going to add and become and elevate into something that would blow our minds. We just had to get through it. And I didn't think, I didn't think we were going to get through it a lot of the times, right? but it's the remembering why. Um, so, I love that phrase and it has kept us going and it still continues to get us going. Did you have anything that you wanted to add? Well, yeah, because I I remember talking about things in this vein before and um, we were talking about our big picture. And so the big picture for me is that we knew we were going to get past those moments and we were going to get to the next picture picture. Excuse me. And so a lot of times what I think is the reason why couples end up having the end of their story happen much sooner than it was supposed to is because they didn't have another picture to put in the frame. Mm -hmm. And so let's look at it in this term. Change the picture. Lengthen your story. Make your story last longer because you can do that. You have the ability to do that. It says until death do us part. So unless you're dead, then you can still write more of the story and add more to the picture. And you don't even have to change it sometimes. Sometimes you can just add to the frame that you're already working within. Some people have more children. I mean, if you're in up, or up there in age, of course, you. Do, but you can adopt. There's plenty of reasons to alter the picture and lengthen the story. But, Absolutely. I yeah. love that. Because even with my coaching clients, you know, a lot of it is goal setting, obviously, and there's specific goals and it almost limits you. And we've talked about this too in other episodes, right? With weight loss journey, health journeys and stuff like that. You set this goal. And when you hit that goal, you're kind of like, okay, now what? So you want to set your goals into a broader spectrum And then, of course, there are things in detail that you want to hit or milestones in the process, right? Yeah. So um, in line with Remember Why, and I'm going to say this, it's it's very important to know what brings you joy. And so that's our why. Truly it is. It's what brings us joy. Oh, yeah. Where we're using our talents and our gifts, where we're in our creative space, where we're happy and satisfied in what we do that's our why and and we know our values and so when it lines up with that that's our why and we're good to go and i I realized our why is not someone else's oh yeah you're so so right i can't ask for you who are listening to me to take on my why Mm -hmm. to make you happy because it's mine 
Because it's mine. Yeah, and you have yours. And I want it. I don't want you to have it. No. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm playing about that part. Right. But I just want you, the people that are listening to understand, come up with your own why. Mm-hmm. And and find that reason and, and follow it mm-hmm. and live it and enjoy it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. And so that segues into another two-word combo that actually spelled out is one word, but we're going with it anyways. And Corey, the wonderful company we work for has just redone their branding. And so this word has been put in there and it's powerful and it's wholehearted or wholeheartedly. Mm. And doesn't that just tie into joy in such a way? So when I hear wholeheartedly, man, that's all in. Right. That's like with everything you've got, despite all the things, right? Right. Um, and so I know that we function in this vein a lot. Uh, because, you know, honestly, we're not that couple that straddles the fence on a lot of the things we do. No. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I, I was going through my mind and said, I, I don't know how to half-heartedly right. do very many things. There's a few just sounds like a lot of work. Video games is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I can, and I'm going to use a word that's directly opposite with wholeheartedly. I can half-ass in a video game because I'm just not that good. There's another phrase for you. Yeah. I wish I was better, but I I just can't wholeheartedly do it. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Corey, I'm going to take a pause to remind us of... Something back in the day. This is how wholeheartedly we do things. Facebook was a new thing for us, and they had this stinking game called Farm Town or something at Farm, Farmville. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and when, and I don't know if anyone that is within the sound of my voice and you can understand what I'm saying, we kind of built our schedule around that game because if you didn't harvest your crops within a certain amount of time they would go they back. would die and it's like no right and your farm looks all jacked up and so i would know if you and i had something to do for the weekend i'd plant the crops that took days for it to harvest or you know or we'd go to the store and i and you would tell me oh my gosh my tomatoes are gonna die so i'm like oh no we can't have that happen because we're wholeheartedly playing farmville right <laughs> and so we go back home and yeah harvest it and in that game you weren't <laughs> even playing it you were kind of living it because as she said it was with our schedule so we, we you couldn't uh, play you had to live this thing here's another two words for you walk away <laughs> there you go <laughs> and i'm so glad we were able to walk away from that stinking thing because i think it was like six months of our lives yeah farming on, on farmville a, on facebook yeah <laughs> crazy crazy times so i just Corey, i want to make sure that we take part of this um episode to talk about the 11th because you have been wholeheartedly invested in the shameless band and in writing music under Boca music productions and you're on to another project and we announced the 11th and we're inviting all of you to please come. And so can you give us more details on that? Absolutely. So we are in the process of shooting a pilot for TV and we are going to have this filming production happen on the 11th. 
and it's the 11th of June. I'm sorry. I was a little confused with month we were in, but yeah. the 11th of June, mm-hmm. and it's going to be starting roughly around 6, 30, 7 o'clock, and it's going to be at Ritual Brewery in Redlands, California. This is really important to us. It may not be that important to you, but I would love to see as many people as possible there having a good time, enjoying themselves. I'm I'm not a drinker of beer, but I frequent breweries on a regular basis because we play there. <clears throat> they got a lot of water, soda, <laughs> and other really nice things to do. Yeah, uh, They have games for the children. And that's another thing with the breweries. You can bring the kids and have a good time. Breweries are so different than bars and the nightlife because breweries close around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's family oriented. Mm-hmm. People aren't there to get drunk. A lot of people go there to relax, unwind, read a book. Some people are studying. It's very, Playing very, games. Yeah, yeah, very communal. So, um, and this is one of the bigger of the breweries and one of the more uh, aesthetically pleasing of the breweries. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot. And the storyline so behind it is incredible. So, yeah, if you're able to come out, we would really appreciate you coming out and joining us. Yeah. And we are doing a um, raffle. So there are some things, obviously, that we notice, you notice, prices have gone up in gas, prices have gone up in groceries. It's a tough time for a lot of people. In fact, we just ordered food via Instacart. And I'm like, 10 measly items cost this much? Right. Yeah, so we definitely want to be a blessing. And so if you make it on the 11th, we are going to give a raffle to something along those lines, something that's really going to help a family, which we're so excited to do. And then on top of that, the band really gets excluded from a lot of these prizes. Um, We had one before, which is awesome. We gave money. Um, We're going to do a raffle. So band members... Um, people in our business that work for the business are going to invite people. You're going to identify who invited you. I'm going to put their name on a raffle ticket and we're going to have a special drawing for them as well. Nice. So some really good stuff. Um, And I wanted to, you know, go into another two word phrase because we are extremely positive here on take the elevator. And I just want to end with this two word phrase because along with positivity, how does it apply in realistic, you know, things that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and so another two words is choose again. And this has really worked for me when we've set out to do something and we, we were just, we got it wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and that happens <clears throat> or we were too excited to, um, in anticipation of something and didn't pause. And we've talked about prep and how important that is and planning, but there is power in just choosing again. Yeah. And I, I have a list of things that I've had to choose again. I think we all do. Yeah. If you don't have a list, then you're probably not that old or you just really lived a very perfect life. Yeah. And I don't know a lot of people like that. So if you have, let me know. Mm hmm. And that's a good, good practice actually is to go back in time and see where you had things that you went for and had to choose again and realize the power in that ability to say wrong choice, wrong decision. I'm choosing again. Yeah. I I mean, I can even break it down to something simple. Like when I first got into the cell phone game, because I was very late, 
Mm-hmm. Very, very late in getting a cell phone. Um, and I remember seeing the, I think it was the first generation iPhone. Mm. <clears throat> and the phone that I chose kind of looked like it, but it wasn't ex- <laughs> as expensive. And I thought, uh, it kind of looks like an iPhone, you know, that's the trick for me. All I'm going to do is call people. I don't need to do all that other stuff anyway. Uh-huh. I'll just get this one. And yeah, I saved probably about 100 to $200 in buying that phone. But I had to go back and choose again because I realized this phone is not going to do it for me. I need it to do much, much more. And that's on a simple level. If we're talking about jobs, I've chosen the wrong job in the past. Yeah. And realized Choose again. This is not going to work. And let me just give you an example. I was working in 120 degree weather oh, in the back of a, a diesel truck. Yes. And it was insane. And I don't know how people were doing that. And I know they still do it. I'm not talking bad about them. I'm just not built for that. And I remember coming home and saying to you, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And you're, you looked at me and you said, you're not going back there. Choose again. Choose again. And that wasn't a question or an option. You laid the law down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah, very serious. And I I never went back. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in a position where you feel stuck or you, you feel like you made the wrong decision, acknowledge it, honor it for what it is. Choose again. Choose again. Yeah. Choose again. We have just a few minutes and I'm going to leave it right here. Another two word combo that I would love to put this challenge out there and it's practice love. And you guys can expand on that. You guys do with it what you need to. I'm practicing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I can see it in the way you're looking at me. That's good. Oh, why? The people listening. (laughs) I was going to say, well, I'm so glad 22 minutes is here because I thought you're looking at me. I always love you. I don't have to practice that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, happy middle of the week. We love you and thank you for listening. And we love you and thank you in advance for sharing this. We look forward to hanging out on the 11th at ritual brewery in redlands well you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate. elevate